L-A-S. The LAS Podcast Network is an independent network of local creators based in Cedar Rapids, Iowa. For more, visit LASPodcastNetwork.com. What do you want to talk about? What do you want to talk about? What do you want to talk about? Hey, let's Let's talk. talk. That was horrible. Yeah, well, we'll fix it in post. We'll fix it in post! I'm Jason Alberti. And I'm Lindsay Prince. I am a dad of two boys, a comedy writer, and I love medieval literature. I'm the mom of two girls, a comedy writer, and I love TikTok. We are friends and writing partners. But what we really like to do is talk. That's right. Hey, Jason. Yes, Lindsay? What do you want to talk about? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Was it it because I was like, hey, let's get this going. Let's get this going. Yeah. Was, was that the reason that you're like, well, allegedly we like Yeah, to talk. exactly. Like, okay. let's just, and we're both like, how are you doing today? <laughs> so, How's... my topic then is perfect. Okay. I can't hear you. Because I, you can't, I can't, I can hear me. I, or I can't hear me. There we go. Oh, okay. Oh, now I can. Oh, awesome. Okay. What's your topic? Welcome. <laughs> Welcome. Today I want to talk about uh, the fall funk, the autumn awes. The oh. golden brown get me downs. Is that a thing? It is. Fall? Some people some people know it as uh, um, uh, seasonal affective disorder. Yeah, I thought that didn't happen like till more winter time. I didn't realize it was fall. It can actually affect people even in the summer. Oh, okay. Just kind of whichever one affects them. Sure. Okay. Yeah. Um, and it is. I don't know, ironically, appropriately, serendipitously, mm-hmm. known as sad, seasonal, oh, yeah. affective, affective disorder. disorder. Got it. Yeah. Um, yeah, it, it's a oh. thing. Yeah. Um, it's one of those things that make me wonder how the human animal has survived so long and become the top predator Ooh, it's like um one we're squishy yeah there's no exoskeleton right we're a pretty squishy animal oh yeah i see easy to eat okay easy to gnaw on all right uh oh my gosh don't we yeah. make a lot of stupid decisions yeah certainly in groups yeah um i mean you know, we know why we're on top because our brain is big and be the brain. we got the opposable thumbs. Yeah, thumbs. But periodically things occur physiologically right? that make me go, man, we just got lucky. Yeah. Um, Carl Sagan had, a, had this phrase that was um, uh, um, survival. Mm-hmm is uh oh my god oh did you just forget it you know what? survival is for the fittest of well that was people. yeah you got that it uh oh there, <laughs> there it, is. it is it was um extinction is the rule oh survival is the exception ah oh i mean you and know. we're not extinct we're we're, we're Thriving. That's right. We're thriving at at least for the next couple of hours. Okay, it's it's weird. You okay? Seasonal affective disorder, and then you start talking about how we're on the top of the food chain. How do those relate, or which is the? Because it seems to me as though if if survival of the fittest yeah. were one hundred percent in the driver's seat, mm-hmm. that seasonal affective disorder would winnow us out pretty quickly. For, oh. for those of us that do have it, those yeah. 10 million Americans out of 300 million Interesting. that supposedly have this. It's like there was, a, there was a time there where if anyone who did not have it said, well, I have fibromyalgia. Yeah. There was a fair amount of people, doctors, some doctors included, that were like, come on, mm-hmm. that's not a thing. Fibromyalgia? And it turns oh. out, that's a pretty big thing. Yeah. Um, 
seasonal affective disorder is one of those things. I think if I had if if I had told my father when he was alive, hey, seasonal affective disorder is a thing, he would call bullshit on it. Yeah. Um, For sure. I can see that. Uh, well, and then how does that work in places where the seasons don't technically, like, change? Do yeah. they not suffer, or is it something more in the, like, with the moon and the, you know? From, from my brief and shallow research. Jason. It's time to take your pills. <laughs> oh, thank Just kidding. goodness. Um, uh, yeah, I did this morning, so that's a good thing. No. <laughs> I, I just, I just, I just I'm trying to think of something, I didn't, reason uh, why your bell went off, and I then it was a little too accurate. And didn't so turn off my bells. Yeah. <laughs> maybe, maybe I should keep my bells on for the upcoming seasonal affective disorder. Maybe the bells would make it a little more jolly. You're like the, like all the time, like every day, just, while you're seasonal affectiveing. Maybe, you know how in maybe maybe you don't I don't know in uh, uh, in the the Zeffirelli version of uh, <laughs> uh, Romeo and Juliet, yeah, no, which yeah. I watched three times a year for twelve years. Oh right. Um, they would have these little bells, these bells that they would put on their wrists to dance the Moresco. Oh okay. Maybe putting bells on my wrists uh-huh. would possibly help. Help. Maybe. But how does it, but so seriously though, you started to say before the bell went off, I was asking, how does that work where, there, where the stuff, seasons don't necessarily like change? Like what triggers the response? Is it the seasons changing? What, what triggers the disorder? Yeah, there's a variety of things actually. I think the, the, easy, the easy answer is uh, changing in seasons. There's a certain um, physiological response that that is attuned to sunlight um, and how the sunlight changes. Uh -huh. You know, in the winter there is less sunlight. Right. You're, you're physically getting less vitamin D, right. um, and uh, vitamin D has a lot of uh, effect on uh, mood. Sure. Uh, and, which is why they have these lights. Yeah. Which research shows works. Um, but also there's a fair amount of, uh, kind of a temporal aspect to it and timing. If, uh. if something has negatively affected or, um, emotionally affected someone at a specific time of the year, chances are pretty good that if they have the propensity to, uh, depression, mm -hmm. um, then depression is going to kind of hit uh, about that uh, that time frame. Okay. Right. So if you have uh, acquired uh, seasonal affective disorder based on season, mm -hmm. and then you have uh, kind of uh, an emotional, significant emotional event that occurs also in that season, oh, yeah. it's kind of a you know kind of a Boom, boom, a little. I see. Double whammy, a little. I see. Could be. Gut and crotch punch. Yeah. Type of thing. Which then when the seasons change, it triggers a kind of a, a, a remembrance of feeling. Yeah. Of, oh, this time of year is never, is not good. Right. Because right. something bad happened. But yeah. you'd have to think, some people probably have already have pinpointed that and other people maybe haven't pinpointed that connection to it. Sure. They're just like, oh, it's just, I just don't like June it's just gets me or it, I, you know it affects me I'm not trying to minimize no I don't think that. you are yeah okay but uh, it's like something about June and then it's like you don't remember when your house burned down when you were a child that's, in no, that's, June. that's that's exactly right yeah. that's exactly right you know um uh, uh I have uh, a friend who um lost a best friend um on St. Patrick's Day oh and so as March starts rolling around, they kind of get into a funk. Ooh, yeah. And, um, I mean, it's been 20 years, yeah. you know, almost 30 years. And that funk still occurs. Interesting. And it's, I mean, it's in the middle of spring, you know? Right. So that one's not necessarily a seasonal yeah. issue, but it's certainly timing. Right. Um, and, um, uh, these kinds of things that I think a lot of us just don't think about. Yeah. Um, 
really have uh, can have a huge effect on us and our, our outlook for that time of year. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I think that's true. I, I've never wonder, I've never stopped to think about, I know people that deal with this seasonal affective disorder. I, uh, but I, I've never thought about what, until I just asked that question, like what about where the seasons don't change? And just knowing that, you know, just the sun, just that the sun changes it's not like it gets necessarily really cold and that's what triggers it or right yeah. you know because i thought that was it <laughs> it really the the ac the actual definition of the right. seasonal affective disorder is mostly about sunlight and okay. the, the the access that the the human body has sense. to that sunlight and there are some super simple um ways yes. to work that sure one of them is is going outside yeah and sort of i don't mean you know naked sunbathing it's just right. sort of sun yes letting the sun hit you right um just after sunrise mm -hmm. and just before sunset uh, apparently yeah. that is one of those things that kind of i don't know shakes up the circadian rhythm a little bit more mm -hmm. that um uh allows a little bit more of the the good chemicals, the good juices to start yeah. flowing a little earlier and to stay flowing a little later in the, in the body. I have heard that. I have heard that, that going out at yeah, sunrise and sunset, if you can, just to take it in because, and it also helps with sleep mm -hmm. and get, just keeping you on, you know, on a good rhythm. Yeah, yeah. And there was an article I read yesterday, actually, that was talking about um, how much positive effect on... Um, outlook uh -huh. that an hour walk in nature and by yeah. what they mean by that is like in the woods in a forest right um in an open yes. field without buildings and the hum of yes. electricity and all that stuff how much of a positive effect an hour walk in nature can really do for the human psyche uh -huh. so um you know there's stuff yeah. non-medical stuff yeah. out there I would argue that an hour walk outside, period, mm -hmm. does wonders. Because well, I'm sure it, cause it does, to yeah. go to go all the way to a forest or a field is a little less attainable. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. For everybody, but right. I just wanted to say that because I I know for me when I do go out and go on a walk, it's the the first so the first steps are the you're like I don't want to do it. It's the getting out the door, and then once you're out the door, it's like an hour goes by so fast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's the and getting. And you feel so much. You're like, why don't I do this every day? Right, right, right. And then the next day, you're like, oh, my gosh. Oh, it's getting, getting back out. Yeah. Get back out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. Crazy. Sorry. Do you, ha do, you, do you go through anything like this? Do you, do you have a cycle that you're kind of like, oh, this is my you sad know, cycle? I, I, I guess it would be, uh, I'm, I was thinking about it as you're talking. I'm like, it's kind of like maybe in February. Mm. Or late, like that, maybe then, because, and, the, and I've always attributed it to, at that point, um, the everything that, like, like, it gives me dopamine hits and is, like, the holidays, mm. Christmas, New Year's, all of that, that's all done. The snow is no longer exciting. It's now that weird, mushy, gray, ugly, <laughs> right. whatever, and it's just an inconvenience, and it's canceling things, and it's all this kind of stuff. So I don't think it's, like, of seasonal affective disorder, but it's like by February, I'm like, oh, okay, that's probably my most depressive time. But then it, I peak back up in March because both of my girls have birthdays sure. in March, and I love when it starts to all melt and run down the, you know, I love watching all that dirty snow just run away. Mm -hmm. Love when it all starts melting. Like, a, yeah. a world cleanse. Yes, yeah. when it's like that hot, sunny, and your yard's all muddy because the snow is finally the the piles are finally sinking into the earth. Mm -hmm. Ugh. Feels like okay, all right, we're 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 almost there. We're almost there. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. So that's I don't think it's um I don't think that that's it. I don't think it, uh, I I don't know. I tr I don't know. Hmm. I know a lot of people that though they get really blue, uh, especially in winter, it, which makes sense, especially in Iowa mm -hmm. because it's more difficult to get out and be in the sun just because it's friggin' cold. Right. And and you have to. Or, you know, like it's hard to for some people to walk around in that slushy snow and stuff. But what if you slip and fall? You know, you can't just do that as easily. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. So I, it, it makes sense. It makes sense. Right. And I don't, and I have, I mean, I think February triggers me in other ways. Yeah. I lost a family member in a February mm -hmm. and 
um, Valentine's days have sucked for like <laughs> the last, sure. last like 20 years. So um, I'm like, I just don't like it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, I, yeah, I get it. I get it. There are, you know, there are months that just. It's your birthday month too. That's probably why I don't like it. Yeah, you just yeah. I I I didn't mean to shit on your birthday month. Oh well, I took it personally. You know, you must have seen that in my face. I did. I did. Um, yeah. My uh uh uh, the obviously the reason that I'm bringing this up is my time is is coming. Oh, it's coming. And um, uh, feels like maybe it came a little came a little bit early. Oh. This year, uh uh. You know, my therapist and I were kind of talking about it. You know, hey, things are feeling pretty good, blah, blah. Maybe we don't need to, you know, ratchet up the therapy. Yeah. And, and uh, uh, you know, then suddenly, boom. Ba-doom. Really? Uh, yeah, there it is. And it's, um, uh, I, I, I'm sure that there is a certain seasonal issue that's to it as well, but also we hit. We hit into October, and then there's like a there's like a month period between uh, the middle of October and the middle of December when, um, uh, for about a two three year period, uh, kind of during that time frame, I was you know spinning my parents' house, yes. um, uh, uh, kind of as end of life carer yeah. for, for my dad and then for my mom and. Yeah. Both of them went in that sort of month period, a couple of couple of years apart. Right. And uh, so I, I, I got to imagine that's part of the reason that I'm kind of going in, that, that that's sort of that seasonal yes. thing. I did not realize that um, even before uh, their deaths, um, uh, I, I, I would have this dip. Ah, in, in the same time frame? In the same time frame. Interesting. Because I I love fall. It's my favorite time of year. Um, there are so many things that just subconsciously hit in the fall. There, there, there is a specific day every year I walk out and I am, I'm overwhelmed by the mix of temperature, smell, sunlight. Yeah. And it just, it feels to me like I, I... I don't know why I'm not on a football field. Uh, you know, yeah. it's just I'm just hit by this this um, unquenchable, almost unknowable desire to be doing something with football. Interesting. American football, right? You know, right? Um, and uh, you know, there are there are moments that involve the sound of leaves mm-hmm. underfoot yep. that also create this this sort of you know, hiking out in nature, kind of, yeah, kind of thing. So it's uh, the fall has always been a, a, a at least consciously a positive mm. kind of thing for me. So the idea of it being also um, a a harbinger, yeah, uh, of uh, uh, um, sadness, right? Such a strange duality. Well, just listening to you talk about it, it makes me wonder if because you have uh, in your brain attached like an expectation or something maybe for your life that you thought maybe it start whenever the football can, you know, you, like I should be. Play- so there's a lot of sh- there's a lot of maybe being hard on yourself because you're mm. you're it's your favorite and you're not on a football field and you're not hiking in nature. Mm. And so then it's you compound the situation by I should be enjoying this season that I love so much in the ways in which I think it should be enjoyed or spent and then I'm not. And so I suck and not like you're consciously, but I wonder if you, if you're harder on yourself, like some people are like some, some people are like that with summertime, you know, they're like, I should be enjoying summer, but I'm so unhappy with myself or, you know, yeah, you and I have, I think we did a podcast on this where you were like, there's just not enough time to get shit done in the summer. Yes. Right. So I just, I don't know, just listening to you talk about, you know, it makes me feel like I should be on a football field. makes me feel like I should be hiking to mm. hear the leaves underfoot. And I'm like, mm-hmm. it sounds like you feel like you should feel like you should, should, shoulda, coulda, woulda. Mm. Yeah, so then perhaps. I if, if you're being hard on yourself. Well, I mean, that's, you know, that is a trend. It uh, is. <laughs> I think we it's use, a personality trait. <laughs> I think it's a human trait. We oh, humans gosh, sort yeah. of Sort of do that. I've been, I've, I've had... Uh, 
I've had some people over the last two or three months start uh, 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 telling me, uh, oh, have you been watching Alone? Have you watched Alone? Have you seen the show Alone? Alone. Which I hadn't. It's, uh, you know, it's one of these uh, 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 shows in the mm. stable of reality TV things. Oh. Um, where they'll take uh, ten people yeah. that have uh, survival skills. Oh. And uh, they'll take them out to um, the middle of nowhere I and see. drop them off and say, um, hey, don't die, but if you do, you're liable. You sign the paper. Um and they leave them? And oh. leave them with a couple of cameras. Oh. And then they splice them all together to make sure. it, you know, extremely exciting. Yeah. And um, so I, I started watching season one. And yeah. it's, I mean, it's, there's fascinating stuff going on. Sure. But there's something that <laughs> these guys, um, uh, I mean, they, they, I certainly get the sense they know what they're doing. Okay. They are dudes that... Uh, teach survival skills sure, sure. that like to go out in nature. You know, they all have uh, uh, wives. Uh, some of them have. Uh, they're all dudes, which kind of oh. bothers me. But it's yeah. it's it's the first season, so right. I, you know, maybe that's just who they got to buy in. It mistakes were made, right. as they say. Yeah. Um. Uh. And uh, uh. But here are these dudes, and it's a variety of sort of. Possibly nerdly guys, okay. and you know, uh, uh, these kind of dudes yeah. who are, you know, hey, look, here's, yeah. here's a grub, I'm gonna eat it, you <laughs> know, that yeah. kind of that oh kind of thing. God, I just hope I never have to <laughs> survive in the wilderness, <laughs> I know, right? Because I will die. <laughs> but uh, at some point, <laughs> each of them are like looking into a camera going. Yeah, the solitude is just making me have to think about Help. my life and yes. blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, solitude? <laughs> what the fuck, dude? I do that every goddamn minute of uh -huh. the day. And it's, um, I mean, this one dude's just like, oh, I'm thinking so much. I think I might be going crazy. Yeah. And it, it just, it's sort of... Um, it kind of makes me, uh, well, it makes me chuckle. Yeah. Because I, I feel like, well, shit, that's, that's what I do at dinner with my family. <laughs> Is think too much? <laughs> Is think too much. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, well, yeah. but the solitude, you know, then they, they, I don't think people realize how little they actually do think. Probably, because we yeah. we are, I mean, totally guilty of this myself, absolutely, uh, is that uh, we were constantly putting distractions in front of our face, uh, in our ears, in our, you know, whatever we can do. Because I mean, I even do it to sleep. Mm -hmm. I too. do it to sleep. I can't because if I if I don't, I'll think too much mm -hmm. and I will make myself insane. Yeah. Well, no, I think I think I don't know what chicken egg. What do you do? <laughs> 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 I think it's insane that I have to, you know. Oh, can I say make, say something? Yeah. Okay, so um, there's through the pan. There's this been this I've noted noted progression of my shows that I can fall asleep to. I think maybe I've already talked to you about this. Maybe I've said it before, but um, you could tell when I think back through some of the shows, like I like people who can fall asleep to true crime. Get help. Get <laughs> help. Get help. <laughs> Call somebody, phone a friend. <laughs> like that's just I that is a bridge too far. Okay. That is a bridge too far. I fall asleep <laughs> to true crime. Oh my god. And paranormal shows. Oh my god. <laughs> like I don't that is that is too far. In my I mean, and this is me being judgy oh. and whatever, but I'm just saying like that's hilarious. When it's it's bad enough that I can listen to true crime to like get chores done around the house. Sure, sure. Like oh oh they found her oh chopped up in a dumpster. God that's just and you know it's like what what but it's because our brains are trying to solve a problem. We're mm -hmm. trying to solve the crime and that mm -hmm. keeps our brains busy. So I get it, mm -hmm. but um, 
You could tell when I was like, when like the middle of the pandemic, when it was really bad, I was going through a lot of personal stuff. I was just, I was really struggling with sleep and I would fall asleep to, to Kitchen Nightmares. You know this, <laughs> Gordon Ramsay's show, Kitchen Nightmares. Just screaming at uh, people. Yeah, just yeah. getting, yeah, yeah, I don't know what that is, but it's like, okay, now I, when I think about it, there's no way I could turn on Kitchen Nightmares and fall asleep. Like that's not gonna comfort me. Now mm -hmm. I watch old Seinfelds and you know, and it was, it used to be the office and then things got really dark and I ended up in, in my brain and the <laughs> kitchen nightmares was my comfort oh, show that's funny and then it's gone you know it's been you know I yeah now sometimes I turn on Grace and Frankie because oh my gosh they're it's a terrible show I you know I can't I I don't think I can go I can't go to sleep watching comedy oh, oh it's I'm, not funny because I'm always um I'm, I'm always checking out how the sausage is being made. Right. You know, I'm like, that's oh, that's an interesting. Right, but yeah. Seinfeld works because I've watched it how many times? Sure. I mean, so that's easy. Same with The Office, easy because I, I don't even have to look. I just listen. Right. It just gives my brain someplace to go. Um, but so yeah, I get I get that. Anyway, uh, I don't remember how we got up. Oh, <laughs> wow, wow. So appar <laughs> apparently. Apparently, my headphones are at 11. Yeah. Could, could you turn me down just a little yeah, bit? Yeah, sorry. That was, a, that was a little louder than it was supposed to be. Uh, I'll have to fix that in the post. Well, about, half, um, about halfway through, I thought about... Um, I thought about asking Lindsay if she could turn me down a little bit, but I didn't want to break into the right. conversation right. to do that. And then... Um, that's funny. You are you were you were all the way up. Here. Oh well, there you Over go. Here, yeah. yeah. All right. I have the randomo yes. for you. Excellent. Okay. Um, Excellent. I don't know how you're gonna feel about this one, but oh boy. uh it is what it is. This is what I drew. Okay. So medieval morality plays. Oh my lord. <laughs> all right. Medieval um, morality plays. Plays? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, all right. This yeah. one comes from Jennifer. From your Jennifer? From my Jennifer. Oh! Now, why on, why on earth sense. would she pull that out? Uh, sh that's what she majored in. No, it's oh. not. Yes, it is. She's a she's a medieval history major. Well, we have to frickin' go out for dinner then, because that's because that's mine. I, oh, really? Mine mine is uh, medieval literature. Oh no way! Yeah, that's what she kind of like wanted her focus to be in. Well, she must she must be. Um, Gainfully employed like I am. <laughs> she's she's working on it. She's back getting her master's. Wow. Yeah. Well, that is exciting. And we will talk. Why, We're going to talk you? about every man, baby. <laughs> I, you betcha. Let's take a break. <laughs> and we'll be right back. All right. I feel like I really wanted to flip him off for some reason. You could definitely grab the head. I'm gonna grab it and chuck it up at the observation desk. Okay, yeah. Boy, I've seen what you can do. Come here and finish this. There's a 20. Oh, natural a 20! Nat 20. So... Very nice! Welcome to Myths of Myria, a live play D&D podcast. I'm your dungeon master, Alan Way, and I'll be joined by my colorful cast of characters to help tell the story of Myria on the spot, completely improvised, every single Tuesday. Join us as we delve into the second season of our show, where Shadow, her, and many other new characters played by exciting guests have to grapple with all of the decisions made in season one. If you are new to Myria, there's a season one recap waiting for you on your favorite podcast streaming service. If you want to get caught up on your own, all episodes of season one are now streaming. New episodes every Tuesday on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever else you find your podcasts. This podcast is produced and distributed by the LAS Media Network right here in Cedar Rapids, Iowa. For more information, visit lasmedianetwork.com slash mythsofmyria. To get access to the exclusive post show after every session, Subscribe to LES Plus by going to lesmedianetwork.com slash plus. We can't wait to play with you. And without any further ado, welcome to Myria. History. Song. Punishment. 
All of this is on Historically Inaccurate with me, Jake Trumper. And me, Alex Schulte. Learn about history in a fun and unique way with our weekly podcast, Historically Inaccurate. Each week, we put a spotlight on a moment in history. And if you were like me in school who liked history but had trouble paying attention in class, don't worry. We're going to present this knowledge in an easily digestible way. Like when you put medicine in peanut butter for your dog. Or like when you put medicine in your peanut butter for me. Historically Inaccurate is produced and distributed by the LAS Media Network right here in Cedar Rapids, Iowa. To learn more about this, head on over to lasmedianetwork.com slash historically inaccurate. And if you want access to the exclusive Historically Inaccurate After Dark, consider subscribing to LAS Plus. Head on over to lasmedianetwork.com slash plus to get started. If you thought Historically Inaccurate couldn't get any crazier, just wait until you're learning about history in the dark. Yeah, flashlights. Historically Inaccurate. Hey, it's me, Lindsay. Just wanted to say that if you are enjoying the show and want to support us and other local creators like us, consider joining LAS Plus for just $10 a month. This is our premier subscription service that gets you all sorts of perks like ad-free episodes and exclusive bonus content for shows on the network and deals at LAS Live shows. For example, our show... Uh, what do you want to talk about live at Opus Cafe on July 22nd? LAS Plus subscribers get discounts on drinks at the bar. Check out LAS Plus at lasmediagroup.com slash plus. And thank you so much for listening. Time to go. Okay, we're back from the break. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Did you get the uh, eyes turn yellow phrase? No. Oh, good. Oh, good. Good. Oh. Good. No, he didn't. He didn't. That's right. great. Sorry, I'm on. I'm on mic three. My eyes do turn yellow. No, no. I was talking about uh, uh, urinating, and there's a phrase. Well, my oh. eyes are yellow. Oh, my eyes actually go yellow. Yeah. No, I, <laughs> I, I know that, but I was talking about. Uh, yeah, you know, it's just urine. Oh, okay. Um, so we're back. <laughs> yes, we are. Another one of those moments where uh, we really should be videotaping. Oh. Have a have a camera right on Lindsay's face because. Why? Um, when I, you know, when we were talking about urine, your your face was just bang yeah. on. It was it was a I good. Who used to say it, who, who wrote facial something about facial in the? Um, that was uh, me. Yeah, that was good. It I was like me. That. You're talking about stage directions. Stage directions. I wrote something about facials. Yeah, she gives a facial. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I like it. I, I was like it. writing at 3 a.m. I'm sure. <laughs> I don't know. I just I want to run through um yes. I want to run through some statistics. Okay. Um because I I, I think it's you know, I think it's important yes. f- for uh us to kind of understand the whole uh um the whole seasonal affective disorder thing because it it, the, it to to put it into easy terms, right. it 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 is essentially about depression. Okay. Um uh, uh it, it's 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 about uh, clinical okay. depression, not someone going, oh, I'm depressed. It's right. sad. You know, de- depression is not right. Is not being sad. Right. Um, right. Uh, and I think people who have never had depression or never had a, uh, um, a loved one with depression just assume it's being sad. Yeah. But there are um, there are certainly deeper things yes. to it. You know, there's a. There's a level of fatigue. There's a level of, of uh, hopelessness. Right. Uh, there's all kinds of crazy oh, yeah. shit that's that's yeah. going on chemically, um, which then affects you know the mental and the, the the emotional state of the person who's going through that. Absolutely. Um, uh, apparently, five percent of the U.S. population experiences some form of seasonal depression. Sure. Um, and remember, that's not. It doesn't just happen in winter fall right. it's, it's kind of a year-round thing um and uh four four out of five people who experience seasonal depression are women oh i mean that's a pretty big percentage yeah. now um i don't know if that's because men don't normally um self-assess as right. depressed right um or what right but that's a that's a 
pretty right. high number. I wonder what that attributes. What that. Attributes to that. Yeah, I'm not. That is attributed to. I don't know. It's uh-huh. it's um. It's certainly uh, uh, a huge percentage. Yeah. So I think that's you know something that gives some pause. Yeah, it makes you. It definitely makes you wonder. How does that? What 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 causes that? Why is that? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Um. It, you you are you are also correct in that the the vast majority of people that that do have seasonal affective disorders that does hit between december and february ah Mo- the 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 lion's share of that sure. kind of thing occurs during that time okay and i think that's probably because of the um you know the sun the light situation that would make sense how that affects our physiology okay. um the average age of people who suffer from seasonal affective disorder is 18 to 30. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and, um, 50. That's interesting. Th- this, this is, well, I don't know. I, I, my original thought was this is a troubling statistic, but also, I remember being this age. Mm-hmm. Uh, it says that 50%, 50% of 12 to 17 year olds. Mm-hmm. Have said that they have um, had symptoms of depression. Okay. Enough that they have sought help. Oh wow! Fifty percent. Wow. Now, when I was a kid, um, I mean, the most interesting thing was drama. Yeah. And the most interesting drama was sadness, or ah. ang- or anger. Okay. Um. So I don't know if that's a product of childhood and um, childhood uh, uh, created drama, or if that is truly, you know, a physiological, emotional well, situation. Well, you know, in twelve to seventeen, those are those are those those are the, those are tough years. Those, those are the tough years. Those yeah. are very tough years. Yeah. So I mean, that it makes sense that. And so much is happening in your body and in in your world that's changing and different, and you're learning like, oh, that's that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. I guess. Well, I yeah, I agree. I agree. I don't know about the drama or the. You said you were a tra- the most. You drama was what you were interested in. And I don't mean theater. Right. I mean you know the more. Um, exaggerated whatever emotion people had the more interesting living was uh uh, you know we're trying on different different roles and different emotions and and playing around with different situations at that age you know yeah so if i'm uh if if i'm this sad how much um, attention do I get? Right. I'm this angry, how much right. attention do I get? Right. You're and testing s- boundaries too. Absolutely. And I don't know how much of that goes into, you know, the statistics. Oh, the yeah. Yeah. If it's really seasonal or mm-hmm. if it's uh, just being 12 to 17. Exactly. That's a big, that's that's enough to depress me. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't want to go back. <laughs> I don't, I'm definitely not going to go back to yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, yeah. That was not that was not a fun, no fun years. No, six um, percent yeah. of all cases of uh, seasonal oppressive uh, seasonal uh-huh. <laughs> affective disorder um, end in hospitalization. What six mm-hmm, percent? Yeah, um, and I'm, that coincides with with six point seven percent of U.S. adults have suffered a major depressive episode. Oh wow. Um, and, uh, Wait, you said six point seven. Six point seven percent. Oh, yeah, that seems low. <laughs> it does seem low to me, but you know, it, it probably seems low because I'm in that six point seven percent. Exactly. Thirty-four uh, percent of uh, family members um, ha- that have uh, seasonal affective disorder, it is also paired with uh, alcoholism. A what? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like they develop it, or they? Well, uh, that the the statistics don't say that. Oh, okay. They say that that one begets th- the other. Perhaps, mm. hard to say. Interesting. Um, but uh, 
so you know there there are some I think relatively high statistics in, involved in this, and and the the thing that I the thing that I really want people to know is yeah. this new number nine eight eight. I think that's a that's an important number to remember. It's the new um, suicide hotline. Oh. Um, you know so. <laughs> This right. is where I really piss off people. Oh. If you're if if you're having if you're having some emotional problems, don't call nine one one because they'll shoot you. Call nine eight eight. Oh my god! Right? Call <laughs> call nine eight eight because they they will help you without oh guns. Oh my goodness! Um, and I I have worked with law enforcement. Really? Oh um, yeah, yeah. And yeah. you know they they are working hard to understand how to deal with people who have emotional problems without escalating those situations. Right. But it should not be their job. The police. The police right. should not have to deal with emotional or psychological issues. Well, that's a that's a big job description cuz it's, it's huge be really job difficult to 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 have to be to be the, like you're applying for a job and you have these skills to be a police officer in the general way that we know police officers to be. It's a whole different set of skills to be able to handle uh you know the, uh, like in an emotion like a uh, an event where someone needs emotional support. Exactly. And if you go, you know, if you go into an emotionally fraught situation and you are trained to handle that situation yeah. in an assertive, aggressive right. way, right. it's just going to make things go, go yes. cockside, you yeah. know? Um, and it's, it should not be the police's job to yeah. do that. Which by the way, is the reason for the phrase defund the police. Oh. It's not about taking away their taking guns? away all their stuff. Oh. It's about taking the money that's being provided to police departments to help them work with psychological issues oh. and give that money to counselors yeah. who should be dealing with right, psychological right, issues. Right, 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 so, right. It's just way too vast. I mean, you couldn't, I mean... Can you yeah. imagine? We're we are we are asking our 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 police officers to do so much more yeah. than than hmm. they should have to do. Just like teachers. Just like teachers, absolutely. Interesting. Yeah, I bet they have seasonal effect. I bet they get affected at about uh, mid August. Having <laughs> most teachers having for the beginning of August when they having go. taught having yes. been in that situation, I can tell you that the the deepest darkest time for teachers mm -hmm. is. Um, between the beginning of the year and spring break, because mm. that is one. It's a very long stretch yeah. without a break, uh, and and two, it's in the depths of winter. Yeah, and um, there comes a point where the kids don't want to be there. Yep, yep. Um, teachers don't want to be there. Which means the teachers don't want right. to be there. Right. Yeah. I don't. I get it. Yeah, it's a tough time. Yeah. Well, so you're you feel like you're you're. In it now. Yeah, yeah I well, I feel like I'm in the beginning of it. Um, uh, you know, uh, last year was a particularly bad fall for me um, uh, from a, a mental health standpoint. Mm. Um, and I just, I, I'm working hard not to have to deal with that kind of um, well, it was depression, that kind of depression again, uh -huh. because, um, that was a, that was a tough one. Yeah. Um, and so I've really been trying to front load, uh, this year with, um, you know, with therapy and with, oh, I see. Um, so that when it comes around again, you're yeah got more tools in your toolbox. Exactly, box. I'm more prepared for it. More capacity. More capacity. Yeah, yeah. yeah oh, yeah. me too, man. Me too. Yeah. I need to do that. It's going. It's like kind of start. It's like prepare. Well, I, I don't. Never mind. I don't want to. Preparing for the upcoming Armageddon. Yeah. No, yeah, I was going to say hurricane, but I didn't want to. Oh. You know, like you start boarding up the walls and or boarding up the windows and everything. I didn't want to. Well, that seems like a tough analogy for that. But did you did you see the video of the sharks in the streets of Tampa Bay? No. Yeah, kind of exciting. Really? Yeah. Oh. The, uh, so there, 
there's a there's a phenomenon that that there's a phenomenon that occurs um, with certain storms where it seems to literally be raining frogs or smaller fish. Okay. Because the storms will actually suck water up into the sky in in um, uh, water spouts. Oh sure. And in doing so, they will suck up you know biological matter yeah, as yeah. well and then when they when the they get over some little town or wherever all that sure. stuff will come from the sky yeah and it's uh it's a pretty freaky but well-known phenomenon yeah. uh, apparently the um uh the force of the hurricane was so great that uh it was it was carrying some pretty big sea life wow. across beaches Wow, yeah. and sharks in the streets. I don't know if that's true, but there's, there's, you know, there was a video wow. of it that was relatively interesting looking. I bet it was true. I'm gonna, I mean, I'm gonna say yeah. Wait, nobody said they were big sharks. It wasn't no. like whales it in the streets. Could have been a little baby shark. Could have been a lot of baby sharks. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Okay. What a horrible song that was. I know. I'm glad that trend's over. I know. I, oh, good God. I'm glad my. Kids are past that. Me too. Me too. And here we go with the rando mo. Yes. We are going to talk about our randomly drawn topic. Which was again from Jennifer and was medieval morality plays. I am so sorry, Lindsay. Yeah. I I am so, so sorry. (laughs) Why are you sorry? Because... um, I imagine it would be like somebody asking us to talk about TikTok for me. Oh my gosh. Okay. You know, it's worse. It's something it's worse. you know, it's worse. something I don't know anything about and, you know, right. blah blah. It's okay. Yeah, no, it's worse. I literally can't you at least have some concept of what TikTok is. It's been explained to you. Sure. Even if you think it's just dancing. Yeah. Even if you choose to remain ignorant about it, that's fine. Sure. Yeah. This, I literally, I am completely oh, ignorant. You, it's not even a choice. You know about morality in place. Yeah. You, you understand. You understand morality. I mean, <laughs> loosely. You know, you've had you've had days where that wasn't really an issue, like uh, you know, I have. Months, yeah. <laughs> right. But uh, this week, no. <laughs> this, yeah, this week, morality free week. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Birthday week. <laughs> uh, I, you know, when we hit, um, so I, it, I'm guessing most people don't know, and why should they? My undergraduate degree, I, I had a concentration in, in medieval literature, which paid me dividends later oh, yeah. in in the world of work and yeah, commerce. Yeah, and and women, the ladies. Oh, the ladies <laughs> loved it, especially the ones that wore the double cone hats. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, but uh, uh, there was a, a ton of stuff that I loved in medieval literature. One of them was uh, these morality plays, um, which... Uh, Sometimes they came in, in uh, uh, what was called cycles, in that um, they would uh, have plays uh-huh. put on by cities, uh-huh. and the city guilds, which would be like mostly trades workers, that would have um, uh, kind of unions, you know? Okay. So it'd be like uh, the Carpenter's Guild or the, the sure. Shoemaker's Guild or the Tailor's Guild or whatever. They would, they would choose stories from the Bible that had something to do with their work. The Carpenters Guilds often did either Noah's Flood, a story oh. about Noah's Flood, or would do a play about the crucifixion because they had the wood and the know-how to make the cross. Right. Right. So uh, oftentimes they were paired, and I always thought that was relatively funny. Yeah. Um, and fun. But I think probably the the morality play that's the best known is one called uh, Everyman, where okay. the, the main character is named Everyman because that person represents you know, humanity as a whole. Oh. Subtle. Very subtle. Uh, yeah. Um, I don't think you go through the Middle Ages without having um, um, Christianity 
hit you over the head yeah. with a solid wooden <laughs> wooden cross. Um, a solid. Yeah, you know, I uh, I read um, I read a little factoid yesterday that said three decades ago, ninety percent of Americans. Um, uh, Considered themselves Christians, mm. and in 2020, that was 68 percent. Uh huh. Which I find interesting. Uh-huh. Well, it's I quite think, the drop. Yeah, quite a drop. I think also not that this is, but but uh, I think it's that for some of us, it's looking around and going, "Oh, we could admit it now." <laughs> yes. Yes. Like we like you know haven't been a Christian, but. Oh, it's but but there's now there's enough of us that it's like you feel a little bit okay about admitting it. Right, right. I also think that it's perhaps those of us that are um, religio curious, yeah, uh, also look around and go, "Wow, that son of a bitch calls themselves Christian." Yeah, mm, not very Christ-like. Right. And right. and so we go, "Well, shit." Right. That's not what I want to do. No, exactly. So yeah. Um, but the, you know, that's what the morality plays were all about. They were about teaching, uh, the, the morality of the time to people because nobody, nobody was reading except for the monks and the clergy and the the nobility and everybody else was illiterate. So you did the plays so yeah. they, they could learn. So the stories learn would come the through those morals. plays. Yeah. It That's was, interesting. It was like yeah. Black Mirror, but in the 1400s. I don't know that I reference. Know Black either. Mirror, the show on Netflix? No. That's all about like the dangers of technology. and. Is it a scary show? Uh, It's kind of a thriller show. I mean, the idea is like, what if technology gets out of hand? And there's like one where people get like stuck oh. in VR or you mean someone what? is cloned and the clone kills them. Oh. So it's a show that does not yet know that technology has actually gotten out of hand. I mean, I think it does. Oh. Okay. It okay. just is, is uh, uh, it wants you to be aware and afraid of it. Yeah. I okay, sure. Well, I, I mean, job done. And <laughs> True. Yeah. Probably just kind of also illustrating it. Sure. You know, what you may already know because of all of your research, Jason, or my, about it. Or my children. Same thing. Sure. <laughs> uh, your access and uh, your brain. But I wonder if it's also like then then it's like, you know, some like a common person like me would watch the show and be like, oh, God, that could happen. You know, yeah. that's yeah, what yeah, I yeah. mean. Yeah. You're ahead of the. Of the curve. Well, I, yeah, I would say I I don't know Black Mirror, but the no. little that I've just heard about it sounds like it. It's, it sounds it's, like it's right up your alley. It, well, no, 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 I wouldn't watch it because it sounds scary. <laughs> I, don't, I don't like scary things. You fall asleep to true crime. I don't uh, find that scary. I find it comforting. I, I, um, so uh, it sounds like Black Mirror is sort of a modern morality play. Right. Severance would definitely be a modern morality oh, okay. play. Okay. It's just, I gotta watch that. Yeah, because I too. love Adam Scott. Oh, me too. Oh, me three. Yeah, oh, I just love him. Yeah. So, so hey, thanks okay. for hanging with us today. Yeah. I hope things weren't too depression, d- depressing. Yeah. I hope it was more illuminating. Yes. Uh, please do uh, remember um, the number nine eight eight. Tell your friends about it because yes. we are heading into a uh, notoriously a, difficult time for yes. people. Yes. And review us. Yeah. And review us. <laughs> Give us, give us the five stars for being so <laughs> sad. Yes, and go outside and get some sun. Absolutely. It's, it's good. Talk to you next week. <laughs> okay, bye. The LAS Podcast Network is an independent network of local creators based in Cedar Rapids, Iowa. For more, visit LASPodcastNetwork.com.